guys, welcome to another episode of Finding Destiny, A Journey with Christ. And like every other podcast, I always say I'm super excited for this conversation today, but this one is going to be extra, extra, extra good. Um, I want to talk about, and I posted this on my Instagram story, about me appreciating and celebrating my blackness, who God called me to be, um, and what he crafted me to do. And just who I am um, so for me it took me a long time to get to this period but that's the whole point of finding destiny and it's a journey with Christ um, so I have this amazing guest today <laughs> y'all heard her before y'all know her I introduced her as my best friend before so I'm gonna introduce her again and today we are talking about blackness and just celebrating who we are so without further ado Kaya Janelle. Hey, hi guys. I'm back. I'm this night in this piece. What's up, guys? I'm embarrassed. Oh my goodness. Y'all, can I just say the tea? I get this from Modiga. Shout out to Modiga. Um, the tea is piping hot today. You feel me? You get me? This is good. I'm excited, y'all. We're really excited because we always have good conversations like this um and it was funny because i was like i want clickbait like i want to have a good title um but i think it's really going to be really good and this is without bashing another another ethnicity or just right you know downplaying someone else's culture or anything like that it's just simply stating um me struggling with something that is really dear to my heart which is who i am black. right <laughs> hello so this topic came about because my family, um, they are from the hood. <laughs> and I would say, um, shout out to my mom, and I said this in my first podcast, that my mom moved us out from that area um, so we can have a better life, so we can have the things that she never had. Um, but I also will say with that, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, when I mean white, it was like me and one other black family. And then the school that I went to was extremely white. Um, it was to the point where like all the black kids hung out with each other, all like 20 of us. Mind you, like our class was a class of like 500. So it wasn't, it was a public school, like it was a big school. Um, so I've always struggled with my identity and accepting what I look like on the outside. Funny story, my friends, they take this class and like a multi-ethnical class and um it's about y'all kaya is trying to direct me in my own sorry she keeps turning like in her <laughs> chair and i know the sound going in and out so that's it i'm sorry keep going she's the director i'm not <laughs> but like i was saying so they have this class and they were talking about c1 c2 c3 it's basically like where do you fall on the spectrum of knowing or appreciating your culture. So a C1 is in these terms, so I'm gonna take my example because I am a black girl. So in this terms, a C1 is your whitewash, meaning you're a black girl in a white person's body, quote unquote. C2 is your right in the middle. So you have no problem adjusting with um, any other culture than your own, but you also know your culture. And then a C3 <laughs> is like, it's Kaya. <laughs> um, a C3 is, you know, your power to the people, power to your culture, um, ethnicity, there's no one else with you guys. So the examples that were given were like um, Carlton Banks from Fresh Prince, 
then Denzel is C2, and then you have Ice Cube as a C3. <laughs> so those are the examples. But I want to talk about how I felt as if I had to leave my culture behind for Christianity. Mm. So for me, I always look at um, Lecrae and KB and um, what's the other one? I can't, one, is it like 1K few? Y'all know what I'm talking about, but they're very saved. They're Christians, but they're also, if you look at them, they look like the regular degular schmegular type do. Like, they really look normal. And I always fought that because I felt like, okay, if I look like this on the outside, what do people think of me? So I felt like for me, it was all self-consciousness and, like, <clears throat> judging from the outside. Like, oh, no. she Like, I've just started wearing hats, like, all the time now. Right. <laughs> like, I love wearing polo hats now because I'm bald-headed. So Hello. for me, <laughs> putting on a hat is just, like, what I do to match my fit. But a long time ago, or maybe, like, last year, I'll be like, oh, no, they might not think I'm saved because I have this polo hat on. I don't really look like what a Christian, quote-unquote, should look like. You um, took your collar off? <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what I struggled with personally was looking at the outside and saying, okay, obviously from this person's clothes, you know, they may be struggling. What do you think, Kai? I feel like a lot of people do that, like, based on what we wear. And I may be wrong, but I feel like based on what we wear, a lot of people's like, mmm, that ain't it. Okay, guys, so before I even start talking, I need to preface myself and my words. Uh, me and Destiny have this running joke that... Well, I used to only be 92% saved, but I'm up to She's about up 98. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm up, I'm up to like 98% saved. But I... She said 99 earlier. What happened? I've been annoyed in the last <laughs> hour, so I've been... It went back I went, down. Yeah, I went back down to 98. But um, sometimes I don't have a filter for what I say. So I really had to pray and like, God, don't let me say nothing crazy on this podcast because I feel strongly about the topic that we're on. So I just wanted to preface that before, just in case something crazy slips out, <laughs> charge it to my head and my heart because I probably meant it when I said it. Um, so I guess for me, I've always been a person... Not always, but I would say at least the last two years that has been very strong and standing behind my own decisions. And one of them included backsliding. So even if I was backsliding, like I, I felt, of course, condemnation from God. But yeah. as far as people, I didn't really care. I was about right. to say something else crazy. Okay. Um, well, I just saved. <laughs> I promise you. I, pr I promise you. So I guess now I walk in that same boldness of being pure, being holy, but right. you're not going to tell me what to do. You're not going to box me in. You're not going to tell me what I can't wear, what I can wear. Right. Um, Destiny is obsessed with this new word, creative. So I guess I consider <laughs> myself I consider myself a creative. Um, so I think that has also had a big influence and I wear what I want, like Sometimes right. I don't do my hair. It, well, y'all can't see me, but I have, like, a little natural fro. Like, right. I'm just, I mean, I feel like a lot of times people, yes, do look and be like, mm, cut mm -hmm. what you got on today? What y'all you feeling? But I feel like people will always look at me like that. Right. Um. So I think it's a mix of my style, my personality, the way I dress, the things I do, the way I talk. I'm not going to, I guess clean it up and Ooh. wrap it up and give it to anybody so that they feel good taking me as I am. Bingo. And I feel like 
for me, I was the complete opposite side of the spectrum. Like, I care way too much, not only for, like, a different race or, y'all, let's be real. Okay, when I mean different races, I would just flat out say it, white and black. Um, right. We live in America, so I'm just talking. We that live in the down. South. Right. So. We live in the South. So, and mind you, I'm from New Jersey, so I really wasn't used to this like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it wasn't. You know, out there when you're in the north, but the south, y'all know, is completely different. Um, but for me, I care from both sides. Like I was like, okay, do I look white enough mm-hmm. to show people? Like, I'm not gonna say to show them that I'm not black, but to show them that I'm acceptable to them. Can I interject mm-hmm. right here? Because um, I know we're gonna get into the topic some more, but I think that because of where we're located. Um, Point A, we are located smack dab on the edge of the Bible Belt. Um, mm-hmm. So our version of Christianity is mm-hmm. different from another region's version, period. Just because of where we are in America, where we are located on the East Coast and in the South. So um, I, think I didn't that, even know what a Bible Belt was so I got here. Right. Like, I didn't know what that term was at all. And, and, like, and you're living in, right. in the meat of it, honey. <laughs> so um, I want to also say that for people that may be listening in a different area. So don't take some of the things we say so much directed towards a group, but our personal experiences. Right. This is all are. very personal experience. And again, it's finding destiny. So I'm telling you guys the steps and journey I'm learning while I'm walking with Christ. Like, literally, the things I have to struggle with, the things I have to do. And I'm almost 100% positive there's another black girl or white girl who right. feel like, because they're all are white girls. Right, depending in, on where you right. where you live. Exactly. So You might be in a church that's all black, and you might not feel like I'm, I'm not black enough right. to fit into this Christianity mm-hmm. that I see in front of me. Right. But I just wanted to interject in that and say, this is the Christianity that may be presented in front of us. Right. Which is ever-changing. That's why it's a personal experience. But go ahead. No, yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And like I was saying before, for me, it was both sides of the spectrum. So back to the black point of view for me it was like okay i have this polo hat on i'm flea i'm looking fly <laughs> but when i open my mouth people are like mm, you sound wow different like the person literally told me who was given that c1 c2 c3 thing i was telling you about i said i thought i was like a c2.5 because i acknowledge my culture um i love it and i appreciate it but the person told me they were like no you're a c1 and guys, do you want to hear the reason that this person gave to me? Because I'm a C1. Mind you, C1 is a Carlton Banks whitewash type situation. They said to me, whenever I see you, you have uppity clothes on. Uppity. You dress basically without saying what they wanted to say. Right. You don't dress like other black people, y'all. Like That's what they really were trying to say. And this is not necessarily bad. I think this is what we're trying to correct. And that's why I brought up right. KB... And Lecrae in them because outward appearance does not define who you are. Hello. The Bible literally says that man looks at outward appearance, but God looks at your heart. Hello. And this is what I'm learning. Here are the steps that I'm finding in Christ is that dressing up is culture. You can go to Cali and someone will not dress like me from New Jersey. Right. So who am I? Who are me? Who <laughs> aren't me? Who aren't me to look at even myself? 
even Kaya and to be like, mm, your Christianity look like it's on a 52 today because you got a hat on joggers and vans. So that ain't it, sis. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel like that's what we do often as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to also add in um, a major point that I think everybody should take a second and learn how to do in their life. And that's mind their business. So I mean that in the most holy way possible. Um, mind your business and your business should include Jesus. So worry about Jesus. Don't worry about what Ooh. I have on, what my hair looks like, whether it's permed or not, whether my edges are laid down or not. Y'all Come haven't laid down my edges sis. in two years. Anyway, um, I feel like if you're focusing on yourself, which is a full-time job, full-time right. plus 60 hours of overtime First of all, for some of y'all. That's what Pastor said today at church today. I got the Holy Spirit. If you're too- <laughs> hey! <laughs> if you're too oh. busy judging yourself, that's all you gotta worry about. You got time to judge yourself. You're not thinking about judging, but keep on going. It was really good. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, I just got the Holy Spirit, so that's what directed me to say that. But yeah, if you're worried about yourself, you won't be so worried about how my walk is looking. And yeah, some of y'all gonna be like, but if your brethren is falling, mm. I have to tell my brethren that he has to do right. No, what you need to do is pray about it, and mm. maybe your life can be an example to show me how I'm falling, not you telling me and calling me and saying, sis, you slipping. I probably know I'm slipping, and you need to mind your business. And that's probably what will happen if anybody called this me. This is what she meant. Oh, she sorry, said, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. That she may say something a little crazy, y'all. Um, so don't act like she didn't tell y'all in advance. Because I did. I there did. it is. But again, did I lie? She didn't lie. She told me the truth. But again, um, I want to say that I feel, and again, we live in America. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's super easy to judge and actually it's super easy to judge anywhere else period when we were talking before i was talking about how i'm celebrating my blackness because sadly being black Mm -hmm. in america is associated with automatic negative whatever negative biases Mm -hmm. and i don't think i'm not gonna say anyone can't deny that but a lot of people can't deny that so for me it was always playing dress up for being a christian Mm -hmm. because i was like dang like If I sit, you know, with somebody who looks like this, does it look like I'm a Christian? And this is sad, you guys. This is why I'm, like, speaking about this because this is super sad. I was questioning myself with who I sat with Mm. because of what they look like on the outside. Mm. I was literally (laughs) convicting my own self being like, nah, that that must mean I'm not safe if I'm sitting with them. Mm. That must mean that I'm backsliding. That must mean that I'm partying just from looks. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like it is super sad to come from that point of view. Don't get, but don't also don't get what she's saying confused with surrounding yourself in bad company. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She's literally talking about like sitting in class or sitting at a basketball game, not mm-hmm. hanging out with me and best friends with fellowshipping with constantly, like pouring in, getting poured into. Um, so don't get the, those two confused. Yeah. She's literally saying just, like, hanging out with someone, talking to someone. Right. And so, I guess what I'm really trying to put emphasis on is, I want my blackness to be celebrated without me questioning if I'm saved or someone else questioning if I'm saved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm at the point where it's just like, this is what I look like, look like outwardly, but my heart is for God. Mm-hmm. My heart is for Him. I want to live to please Him. I want to live to glorify Him. And I just hope and pray that we all get to the point inwardly and from our peers from our groups from what we see in this world that just because someone looks a certain way does not mean they're not saved does not mean 
they're out here doing the most that just may simply be their style um yeah that's true definitely with as far as dressing and mm -hmm. like hairstyles and such but i also want to touch on the literal differences of race um so god did not have a styrofoam um man shape and he said i'm gonna make you oh i'm gonna make one more i'm gonna make another one god literally made us i hate when people say this because it's so freaking corny but like snowflakes we all are individual snowflakes hate the picture says um but literally god made us all unique and mm -hmm. different for his glory so saying i don't see color or God doesn't see color. Mm. He made all, he sees our inside. He sees our heart. God sees color because he made it. He mm. created us to be like this. Um, Can I interject on that? Mm -hmm. Because I did say before that the Bible does say God doesn't look at the outward appearance, but yeah, at the heart. So when you say he doesn't see, or he does see color, what do you mean by that? I want you to um, focus on that. I think I meant to say, I'm weak. <laughs> I'm the spot, sis. No, just because I'm yeah, like, I no, yeah. like, yeah. Um, I guess I'm highlighting how God knows each part of us, mm -hmm. how it says he knew me Ooh. when he created me. Mm -hmm. If he's only looking at my heart and my soul, mm -hmm. he, he that that's ignoring the fact that he created the whole me. Mm. He didn't just create me in heaven. He created mm -hmm. me on earth as well. He didn't just create my spirit man. He created my natural man as well. Um, okay, y'all. She was born ready. I'm saved. <laughs> anyway, um, so like he knows every hair hair on my head. He mm -hmm. knows what's important to me. He knows the desire of my heart. One right. of my desires of my heart is to see black people succeed, black children to succeed, to be right. lowering the poverty rate, to be giving opportunities. That is a right. desire of my heart. How can you say that's not important to God when it's mm. important to me? How can you say it's not important to God when it's for his people? Ooh. So, I mean, no, he's not, <laughs> no, he's not looking at the outward appearance to pick and choose who's better, but he mm. sees it. And that's that's a really good point because, again, we're not saying that one race is superior to another race. Right. We're simply saying that, like you said, if God created me like this, I have the right. To right. love what he created. I have the right. And for so long, I did not like what he created because of, to be honest, where we live. It doesn't look like the Jesus that they show me. The Jesus they show me has... Well, y'all, this is a good episode of Finding oh, Destiny. I am weak. <laughs> well... I am weak. <laughs> I asked someone a question, and this was because one of my mom's friends, he's not a believer, um, he handed me a book that's like interrupting Jesus, finding all the contradictions in the Bible. Interrupting. <laughs> and he asked me the question. He said, normally, you, not all black churches, but you'll see a white Jesus in a black church. Mm -hmm. Normal, typical, still going to serve, still going to worship. He asked me if there was a black Jesus in a white church, do you think they would be okay with that? Um, I want to go back and touch on God doesn't see the outward appearance. We see the outward appearance. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that a lot of stereotypes and like assumptions we make about maybe what God thinks is he doesn't go on our system. His ways are higher than our ways. So stuff that we think is an issue, stuff that we think separates is not a factor. What what did K. Michelle say? A not factor. Y'all. God said that's a not <laughs> factor um right 
So, and that's what we're saying. Like, we're not pressed. No. To say whether Jesus, like, if Jesus black. Y'all read the scripture. What I do know is he picked well, me up from doing splits on, on, on you know what. So, um, <laughs> it don't matter if he's black, blue, wow. purple, green, or orange. Right. I know what he does for me. Right. And I know how he talks to me. That's yeah. why I said, mind your business. And it's a personal relationship. It is. I agree. And I think what I was trying to say in that is the negativity that's associated with black skin. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's right. Um, I would go even as far as to say I have a strong dislike mm-hmm. issue and can't see if someone calls himself a Christian but cannot rock with another race, period. I'm not even going to say black or mm-hmm. white. I'm just going to say another race, period. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do believe that God has called us to love, to appreciate. Um, and that's the thing about culture and mm-hmm. diversity is I can go outside of my culture and love yours, and we're still brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not really a theologian. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you what scripture or something. But when... The people that were speaking different languages, mm-hmm. when they all started to speak the same language, mm-hmm. mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. They were, you think people that spoke different languages were the same culture? They were the Ooh. same color? God had them all in the same place and literally cu- like put them together mm-hmm. under one language, mm-hmm. under one, I won't say religion because that's a different right. conversation under one umbrella to say y'all are different but y'all are the same right and i feel like that's the same thing he that's calls good. us to do as christians that's good. um even though that was an example about the heavenly language i feel like it can be transposed to this as well right. like as christians we are a body mm-hmm. and yeah i just think that it's time for us to celebrate one another and appreciate one another and just take off and maybe you're not like me maybe you don't have these preconceived ideas of what the black race may be like or the white race right white race may be like or whatever race may be like um but i just wanted to give you guys an experience and share a story where i felt like i could not love my blackness because i was a christian because blackness is associated with negativity mm-hmm. can i add in yeah. something more thing um so I just want to say a quick message because some of you listening may be saying, taking, all, a, talking like taking that? a moment of introspection <laughs> and saying, hey, sometimes I judge a black people. I judge I'm, a black people. <laughs> <laughs> I judge a black people when I go to church and they may have their pants sagging or they wear a head wrap to church. Why are you talking like that? Listen, I'm taking a moment to give a message. If all the people that spoke in tongues were all the same color and had the same religion, would it have been such an amazing moment? Mm. No. I, I'm about to get back on mind your business. But I'll get back to being nice. If you are that person that is judging, or even just a side eye, because I can't lie, everybody got a little prejudice. Absolutely. Everybody got I'm a saying. little side eye when right. they see somebody. But even people within our own culture. Yeah, I side eye some black people sometimes. Right. But... So this is a lesson for all of us. Right. One thing I will not do is discount someone's walk. Mm. First of all, I don't know because I'm out of my business. Discount someone's holiness, which I don't know because I'm out of my business. Or discount um, someone's worth. Because, once again, say it. Y'all know. 
Um, <laughs> so that's my last tip. If you are the person that catches yourself more than side-eyeing, um, prejudice that becomes an action is discrimination. So stop it while it's a thought because fiery thought, fiery darts of the wicked one come at your mind. So mm -hmm. cast it down while it's a thought because if you discriminate, you may just get slapped if it's by the wrong person. All right. Go ahead, this. Y'all, <laughs> thank you, Kyron, for that. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. thank you. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Again, love yourself, be yourself, appreciate who God created you to be, um, and just celebrate what Christ did on the cross. He made you, He defined you, He loves you. Yes. And your creativeness is here for a reason. Yeah. Every characteristic you have, well, not every, because mm, most of the things that embody you are important to God. And it's important to me. That's good. We love y'all. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to Finding Destiny, A Journey with Christ.